love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, fits? Everybody, fits happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the fit show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz happens live from our radio hub for Monday. It's October 8th, 20. 18. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. We're here. We're live. Don't you worry about it. All is good. All is good. I, I had to... Uh, well, let's introduce the show first, okay? There's my buddy, Drew. I have got paint in places where you should not have paint on Uh-oh. Here. Tanner the Millennial. My favorite part about October isn't pumpkin spice. It's Halloween cereal. Man's count chocula season. <laughs> and there's Bethany the Mouth from the South chilling. Cheese, berries, and nuts. That's what's for breakfast. And he's just back from a whirlwind tour of America's airports and Uber backseats. Our host, The Fitz. That's right. I had to go to uh, New York City over the weekend and, and do some stuff. So let's just say I got my steps in. Yep. Got <laughs> oh, a yeah. bunch of steps yeah, in. Yeah, you sent us your, your step yeah, report. Yeah, what was it? Wow. Like 17,000 or something like that in a day? Yeah, it was, it was like 10 miles. I walked literally 10 miles over the weekend. But, but I wanted to. I just wanted to discover... Things. That's what Tanner gets in a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's give you uh, uh, our little Monday pre-show warm-up jam, you know, to kind of ease us into things a little bit. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, uh. We're just warming up. Come on, let's ease into this. Thinking about what you guys want to talk about today. Oh, I got a ton. Bunch to talk about today. <laughs> Conor McGregor, right? Yep. We're going to talk about that. All right, Nelly, you got to get to the hook faster. <laughs> Somebody's got to tell Nelly to, to, to get to that chorus a little bit quicker. And someone needs All to right. tell him to take that to say. stupid band aid off his face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, what is up, Monday? Welcome to Monday. Uh, what do you guys want to talk about today? Other, the, we're going to talk about the fight, right? Well, two giant fights this weekend. One of being the Kavanaugh situation oh, got right. resolved. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's gosh. probably a bigger that's fight than the about. ring. I was like, you know what? That guy must have watched the Senate hearing <laughs> as he jumped yeah. over the octagon. I imagine that Kavanaugh is probably like, I am so glad that this McGregor Khabib fight took place to get the attention off me. Right? Yeah. But quick, quick switch. Listen, uh, uh, I was cheer. My wife and I, y'all, we were cheering for Connor. We. I, pre- I still love I, him. I, oh, I love him too. Not a fair weather fan. Yeah, I prayed for Connor. I played for. I prayed for protection of Connor. But y'all, he <laughs> no. he got he got beat. I really he, all mouth. He got humiliated. All mouth. 
I really enjoyed it. I, I wasn't rooting for Khabib. I wasn't rooting for McGregor. And I just was watching the fight and watching the craziness unfold. I'll, I'll disagree with you that Connor is all mouth because he has proved in the past he well, could kick some butt. But, true. But he's, I, I would say he's more of an entertainer. He's, he's a showman. Yes, he has skill. I'm not denying his skill, but I will say that his mouth talks a far bigger game than his skill can back well, up as we just watched. people watch. love him so much. Oh, I hate that about him. You know what? That's he, my favorite part yeah, about yeah. him. He learned a serious lesson. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was yeah. scary, oh, yeah. you guys. It was scary. Definitely, without question. I was, I was rooting against I was just, him. I was time. just saying, please, Lord, just let him get out of there alive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. But. I love you, Connor. Anyway, we're going to talk about that. It's going to be an unbelievable show today. Here comes Monday. Let's go. And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Ladies and gentlemen, what's up, everybody? How goes it here? Completely live today. I had to do some some stuff in New York City over the weekend, so it's a lot of crazy travel, but uh, I made sure to compile. A whole bunch of news that did not make the news. Good. You got to do something on a plane, right? Oh, yeah. And, and that's exactly what I did. Uh, matter of fact, I was at 37,000 feet where I uh, decided to take you uh, out of Florida. A special what the Florida story. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Cue my dirty dancing music, please. Just take our time. This is it's very important to the setup. I think I know where you're going with this. Two women in Florida. They were trying to recreate a scene from Dirty Dancing at a liquor store a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I did not know where you were going with this. And uh, not the lift. Yes, the famous oh, lift. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The famous lift. That's the one. In the liquor store. Yep. There's some dirty dancing really going on too, but that with the lift, I guess, just push it over the edge. They called the cops. One of the women was, uh, you know, very, very drunk and yelling yes. at him, and uh, she was arrested for disorderly intoxication. Well, you know, I mean, it should say something that Patrick Swayze couldn't even do it in the movie. I mean, even in the movie, he said, we should go in the water for this. Yeah. That oh, way yeah. he wouldn't keep falling. But you have to applaud them for the attempt. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't have the guts to do that. No matter True. how much liquor I have in my system. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in jail. Nobody. <laughs> it sounds like baby put herself in jail here. <laughs> sounds like baby got to get bonded out. <laughs> All right, page two. What? Are you kidding me? Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, I'm going to take you out of my wife's home state of Louisiana. All right. The supernatural is upon us. This guy in Louisiana got arrested the other day, and uh, let's see where he was from. Does it say where he's from? Oh, my God. West Monroe, Louisiana. Oh, my gosh. That's like an hour and 30 minutes away from where I live. Well, check it out. Uh, He got arrested. They showed up to his house, and they saw this bag of meth sitting out in plain view. And they asked him, what is this about? He said, the ghost must have planted it. The ghost of Walter White. Oh, my God. Man, it's the ghost of meth, man. The the meth ghost came. (laughs) It's October and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is spooky season, so. (laughs) So he's logical. So he's got a point. (laughs) I believe it. Well, did they believe him? Well, uh, no, they arrested us, but he's he's with the popo right now, and uh, I wonder if when he goes to court, does he have a ghost attorney? Either that or they're 
<laughs> he's pointing to his attorney. They're still searching for the ghost. <laughs> All right, folks. The accomplice. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You've got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Fit happens live. 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 Look at him. Look at him screaming at the corner. He's screaming at Dylan Dennis. Conor McGregor's jiu-jitsu coach. Look at him. Oh, and no, 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 no. Whoa! No, no. And he's going right at Dylan Dennis. Mayhem! This is audio from uh, the UFC fight Conor McGregor and uh, Khabib. Uh, how do you say his last name? Well, Khabib wasn't kidding when he said no handshake after the fight. Wow. Khabib Nurmagomedov remains the undefeated lightweight champion after defeating Conor McGregor at UFC 229. And y'all, it was a defeat i you know what a great I, fight we're going to talk about this you know several times today what well yeah it was a great fight but listen i mean i was saying prayers for Connor, I was talking to God. I'm like, please really protect him i was I, I had this feeling I was worried about something this uh because for the Russian uh, uh guy um McGregor made it very personal with him yeah you know and that I, was probably a that was a, a step too far to make it personal like right. it's one thing saying I'm gonna win I'm the better fighter I'll beat you but when you make it personal you've gone beyond the sport of fighting you now make, you've turned it into like schoolyard BS like well, you're making it personal no not schoolyard BS I think you he you was take it you take it to a place that is very serious yeah personal. when you make it that personal yeah, he's attacking his family and his religion and Listen, but but that's also part of what makes Conor McGregor Conor McGregor. He, he's an entertainer. He is a showman. There's no question about it, and that's also why the sport loves him. But that's why I love him. But see, I that's why I hate him. I okay. I don't care for that kind of like mouth off, ugly talk. I think it make, because so you were a, you were a Muhammad Ali fan. Were you a Muhammad Ali fan? Because that's what he did. But it was Whoa. different. He didn't make it personal. But here's oh, the thing. Come on, Muhammad but, Ali. But here's the thing. I, I understand that for Conor McGregor, it's part of the entertainment aspect. Yes. But the people watching, the kids watching, the Mike young Tyson men watching, too. think that stuff is cool, and they want to go and well, emulate it, and it makes it worse out in the young world. Young kids should not have been watching this. No, fight anyway. I can tell you this. But they much. do, or they my, watch the highlights. My little ones were you know they were busy on ipads and all that kind of stuff i made sure that they were like sort of in another room kind of like you know where i could see them but they were busy and so they had come in right after the fight and you know as they were you know just kind of like corralling in the octagon or whatever and then this whole thing broke out and i had to grab my daughter's face and cover her eyes for probably six to seven minutes which was really tough considering that she hears stuff and she wants to know what's going on so she's fighting me and I'm like, I don't want my daughter to see that. I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm reading on social media. Uh, somebody says, so Khabib punches one dude and could get suspended, fined, jailed. But Connor can fly from Ireland with 40 men, attack a bus full of people and injure multiple people and get a, sl- a slap on the wrist. Uh, Dana White uh, said the governor of Nevada was at the, uh, the fight that night. And apparently he went states. running out of the building. The uh, governor. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Yeah, I mean, this is the difference. That one, it was in New York City what Connor did, okay? but also outside well, of the professional also, ring. Outside yeah. of the professional it, ring, number two, there were people, there were fans that could have gotten hurt. Exactly. This was live on pay per view in front of the entire world, where Connor did this and around the buses. Wow. He wasn't doing it on the pay per view event. Well, I think that's the difference. Connor, uh, it got serious, and y'all, he got 
He got humbled. Big time. I actually, I saw a, a, a look in Conor's eyes, a uh, fear and defeat like I'd never seen in Conor McGregor. Uh, um, the, the, Khabib says he talked about my religion. He talked about my country. He talked about my father. He came to Brooklyn and broke our bus, almost killed a couple of people. And you guys worry about me jumping over a fence. That, that's his response. Yeah. Right. Mm. And he did. And he did go after a member of Connor's team. It's not like he went yeah. after a civilian in the audience. True, but the point is, is it spilled way over. There were women yeah. that were knocked to the ground. There were people that were knocked to the ground, trampled. There were people that were hurt. Mm. I mean, people were running for their lives. There, this was, there sure were a lot of cops on scene when it went down, though. I mean, hats off to the sheriff. Yeah. The, the entire Las Vegas PD was there. Yeah. They, they said that they still needed more. Yeah. But I well, mean, it, it was spilled out into we gotta, the audience. Yeah, we we, we got to break then, real quick. We have more. We're going to talk about uh, about. I mean, just unbelievable UFC fight and. Uh, a whole lot more. Welcome to the show, you guys. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Oh, yes, flying. I did some flying over the weekend, and uh, being six foot seven and being on a plane, it in it a, sucks. In a seat that doesn't recline? It is miserable. And let me t- <laughs> in a seat that does not recline. Well, yeah. And, and, and real quick, everybody else, um, the exit row, they're for tall people. Period. You don't need to be sitting on an exit row if you were below five foot five or what. I mean, you don't need to be. Well, it's let's for put tall it this people, way. period. Can I say this? I've, yes. sat, I've taken an exit row seat before, but if I've ever seen anyone... That like needs it. That's yes. obviously a lot. I will give my. Seat you don't need to, to be anyone. on right. Absolutely. I mean, I just. I, I will. Really I want the that. space. <laughs> it's well, all people should have ticket. You're like five foot three. <laughs> I guess. I guess I'm sympathetic because uh, you know Fitz is my husband. Yeah. So I guess I feel it. Well, check this out. American Airlines CEO. He just said this is a quote. He says that their new extra cramped seats are much more comfortable. That is a quote. And I've never quoted Judge Judy before in my life, but I'll tell you what. She says, don't pee on my leg and tell me that it's raining. (laughs) (laughs) I love Judy. Right? And, 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 I mean, with the way all this is going right now, they're they're cutting our leg room. Mm Mm-hmm. Next year, what? We're guaranteed well, a crying baby in our seat, too? Hey, let's <laughs> Is that going to be part of the plan? Guaranteed. One crying baby for each row of seats. We're taking away the leg room, and we're giving you a crying baby. I don't know. I kind of like being cuddled up next to strangers. Oh, Get to Lord. know someone real well. You yeah. don't like touching people. All right. Hey, Drew, choose your news. Do you all know who the artist Banksy is? Yes. Yes. I mean, actually, nobody knows who he is. Right. That's part I, of his appeal. He's right. a secret. I tried to look up his image. I couldn't find it. Because he's he's a total mystery. He's anyway, a painter? He, know, he does like street Graphic. art installations around the world. His works graffiti. have been selling. Yeah, he just like pops up and does them on streets but and such. It's not like gang graffiti. Yeah, but his work has been selling for millions for years, and he's always been a little bit against it. Well, this weekend, one of his most iconic paintings called Girl with a Balloon, it's kind of a stencil art, um, was sold at auction for one point or excuse me, one million forty-two thousand pounds, which is you know, which is a little over a million and a half, I think, dollars. But here's the thing. Here's the trick. Moments after the gavel fell, the picture self-destructed right in front of everyone's eyes. He had built a shredder, a paper shredder, into the frame of the picture, and right in front of everyone in the auction house, as soon as the gavel fell, it just started shredding out the bottom of the frame, turned into confetti. 
It's crazy. Unbelievable. I've got video of it. I'm posting on it on the so, page. Straight up so Mission Impossible on. stuff. Mm-hmm. I've got a couple questions really quickly. Did he get Number his money? Number one, how did the painting know, obviously, that it just was sold and I don't know to self-destruct? Sold. Once again, we don't even 100% know he did it, but he has laid some hints that he's against the commercialism. But he also said that the urge to destruct is the same as the urge to create art. And they think he had a remote device built in the whole time. <gasps> That's oh amazing. I also heard this. I also heard that that painting could be worth more. More mm-hmm. now that it's been shredded. Man, we're gonna call the CIA. Dang, man, <laughs> right. that's crazy. I'm yeah. mind blown. He probably. I want to know if he got the money. Like, okay, you can buy my painting and transfer the money. Boom, and then boom, it's gone. He he, he blows right? it up. Yeah. All right, Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. Let me take a selfie. Man, the world is crazy. A new study came out and said that more than 250 people around the world have died doing what? Taking selfies since right. 2011. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? Over the weekend, oh Tanner, gosh. I thought about doing a bit with you to have you visit all the places where somebody has died of taking a selfie. Whoa. And we have you take a selfie at those locations. Well, <laughs> I would have to get a passport because most of those deaths have happened in India, followed by Russia, the United States, and Pakistan. Yeah. And believe it or not, most of the victims were men. Seventy-two percent of people who died. Well, that's I believe that. No, I believe Were men that. and under the age of thirty. All right, there you go. Choose your news. Welcome to Monday. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you're having a good Monday. I really hope you had a fantastic weekend. Uh... Uh, people are, are, are already you know sending us messages. Oh, glad, glad y'all are here today. Where were you? What, what, what happened to you on Friday? I had to do some traveling on Friday's show. Yeah, and uh, I had to go to the Big Apple and and Drew and I got to sleep in. <laughs> Heck oh, yeah. yeah! What's up? <laughs> but one thing that I didn't miss uh, is the Conor McGregor and Khabib fight. Um, and listen, everybody, we're, we're not going to get all into fighting details and stuff, but there's the, the nation is talking about this UFC match between mm-hmm. Conor McGregor and the Russian dude, Khabib. Uh, if you don't know what happened, M- McGregor got beat. You guys, he got he got beat. He got put down. As you and said, he got humbled. He got humbled and, and in a way kind of humiliated. And you know right? what? He's already saying he's... he's he wants another fight. It's happening again. I, don't I just think... wanted to pick him up and put my arm around him and go... We'll get him next time, bud. I don't think the UFC is going to allow a rematch because of this fight. Oh, to quote Joe Rogan, be... put a black eye on the UFC. I You're don't right. think the well, UFC will allow it. And if you don't know what happened, there was a fight after the fight. So Khabib won. McGregor was down on the mat. And then Khabib jumps out of the ring and goes after one of McGregor's trainers. And then people jump in the ring and start beating up Connor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then here's what, what I found out. Uh, Connor McGregor has refused to press charges. Three members of Khabib's team, they were arrested. They were put in jail, and they were released. Now, in that event, you know, the individual doesn't have uh, the ability to say, I'm not going to press charges. The the cops at that point, after an assault, they press the charges. They can choose to. They can, and of course, it's on video, so they would have all the evidence they needed, but usually you need the the victim I would think that it's probably the climate. And then I found out that fighters who did jump into the octagon, several of them did. Uh, Dana White says they will never, ever fighting the UFC again. Wow. So Maybe they, broke, that's, they broke the rules. Get, get yeah. out of jail, but you're, you're never going to fight here again. Wow. So they'll all be at, what's the uh, competing Bellator. body? Yeah, Bellator. They'll be over at Bellator. Now they'll probably yeah. be welcome with open arms. And, and Drew, you're, tell, you were really coming after Connor earlier because I was saying, I was actually saying prayers for Connor. I want a guy to protect him 
keep him okay because I really I like him. You know, but but what's your problem with Connor? Well, I just hate that extreme level of crap talking, that extreme level of big mouth. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. You're garbage. Then I'm you the must, greatest. I have to admit. I mean, Fitz yeah, is right. You must like. have really hated Ali. I mean, because he was nothing. Muhammad but Ali was talk. Talk. Same Ali way. was long over. I've only seen like old school footage. What about in Mike my Tyson? Life. Him too, uh, boy. I, I I didn't like their characters, but yeah. I knew they were great fighters. And I agree that McGregor has skills, but I think you take it to you take it too far when you start making it personal and you use your mouth. Your your mouth outplays your skills. And apparently, the, the rumors are that McGregor was saying things about uh, his his family, his religion, his country. Mm-hmm. But then I want to read this quote from Connor. Connor says, I am cocky in prediction, I am confident in preparation, but I am always humble in victory or defeat. Wow. And they did say that during the fight when he was getting up. They said he he's a good loser. Like he, he loses well. Just like with um, Floyd Mayweather. Whenever you know they they talked a lot of smack. I mean you know oh, right yeah. in each other's face. Yeah, and but that was all the about end, the promotion, I think too. But though. still, at the end, he he stood up and he said, "Hey, you know he he could go the distance," and I I was exhausted. Well, I know? think I think Conor learned a lesson. Like this guy took it serious. Learned a few lessons. He was a now. twenty-seven yeah. and zero killer, yeah. Russian right. killer. Good. So maybe he'll come back better next time. We'll see. Connor says he wants to do it again. I'd love to uh, see what you think about it as well. Get your opinions on that. Welcome to the show, you guys. Reality check coming up. You got it. Okay, the reality check is on the way. Yeah. The one. The one, the only. You're listening to The Fit Show. Everyone give it up for Fitz Happens Live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, welcome to Monday, everybody. Stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way from Bethany the Mouth from the South. You won't believe these couple of celebrities pounding on the doors of the Supreme Court. Well, they got thrown in handcuffs. Who was it? What went down? I'll tell you coming up. Drew is standing by with the Monday reality check. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell has scheduled a preliminary vote on Brett Kavanaugh's Supreme Court nomination. Senators have been reading an FBI report on sexual misconduct accusations against Kavanaugh. Did not corroborate any of the allegations against Judge Kavanaugh. Democrats are not happy the FBI did not interview Kavanaugh nor his chief accuser. And I play that because that's where we left off Friday, and myself and probably nobody expected a confirmation over the weekend. Well, oh, it happened on Saturday. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh was sworn in as the 114th yeah. Supreme yeah. Court Justice in yeah. a very, very, very narrow margin. By the way, I think it's the narrowest in in many of these confirmations Decades, going yeah. back. So um, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but a bunch of people are. On social media, talking about uh, Saturday Night Live did a bit on it. Uh, yeah. what, what, do you have any idea what, what it was? I, I didn't watch I it because <laughs> I was watching the fight. Yeah. yeah. I, I, ah! <laughs> we went from one fight no, to saw, another. Uh, no, I just saw it on social media. Um, and I, I, people were saying that it was a bunch of like, Old, old white guys just partying until the wee hours of the morning. Yeah. So- <laughs> I guess that's the bit. We'll all have to watch it. I mean, yeah. All right. But yeah, I was watching the fight, too. Yeah. yeah. So Still- this sets the stage. Yeah. We are. I mean, obviously, this whole process has really awakened, uh, again, a rivalry in the nation. We're more divided than ever. And I think we're going to have to watch now what happens if we start seeing major moves being made by the Supreme Court. This could really cause problems between the people and the government. Do you want to have your mind blown right now? Please. 
Guess who I was having this exact conversation with on Saturday night? Oh, wait, was it Friday? When was the party, guys? Friday uh, night. Friday night. I don't know. Tell me. Guess who I was talking about politics with, about our nation, the uh, how our nation is divided? Was it Brett Kavanaugh? No. <laughs> it was Carlton. I'm talking about Alfonso uh, from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Alfonso Ribeiro? That's right. What? I got... Quit acting like you don't know. You All saw right. the photos. What's up with you? <laughs> yeah, Drew. It's theater. <laughs> that ain't theater. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about our Nate. He's the coolest guy. Carlton, the coolest guy in the entire world. And he, we, we were just like, my gosh, you're right. It is so divided. So divided. I just figured I would throw that in. That's Who it. did uh, he have in the fight? Did he think Khabib or McGregor was going to win? We were talking about politics. <laughs> Well, nowadays that is politics too. <laughs> the octagon. Yeah, they're hard to distinguish. Me, you're right. I'm sure we covered some of that too. Yeah. Uh, well, what else is happening? The southwestern U.S. is about to get its own taste of hurricane medicine as Hurricane Sergio is hooking. It was heading out to sea, out to the west. Oh now my God. it's hooking. It's coming back inland. It's going to come in over the Baja Peninsula, over Mexico, and it could potentially hit. The southwestern U.S. Now, we aren't used to seeing hurricanes. It'll probably be a tropical depression by the time it gets there, but they're going to see massive storm surges in California. It's not often that there's hurricanes. They probably need that rain. Yeah. They need it. Uh, I'm sure they do, but they don't, you know, we don't need any damage. Nobody needs a hurricane. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that if it's going to be just a tropical depression, and I'm not saying just, I'm just saying they've been talking about droughts there for forever, especially with the fires and everything. All right. There you go, you guys. That is the Monday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Uh, this is interesting. South Park is trending. Um, I guess a new poll says that the most offensive show on TV is South Park. Oh, man. Oh, yes. South Park is back, baby. <laughs> is it really back? Yeah. Is it yeah. worse? You think it's worse than Family Guy? Oh, oh for sure. Yeah. yeah, they go way deeper and... and Less uncensored. Yeah. Take the gloves off, right? Yeah. And, it's and, and it's late night cable, so they say a lot worse. Wow. Okay, so All the right. most offensive show is uh, South Park. Coming in a close second, the news. So... <laughs> Also agree. <laughs> All right, Bethany, good. the mouth from the south is standing by with the good, the bad, and the gossip. Starting off things with the good, Chris Evans has confirmed that he's done playing Captain America after Avengers 4. He just wrapped up his last day of filming, and he said, quote, playing this role over the last eight years has been an honor. What do you mean he's done? Now, what's going on with this? So the original Avengers actors had, uh, they all had about the same length of contract. And I'm talking about Chris Hemsworth. Uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. So they're all basically done after this movie. 2019 was the end of their contracts. Now, on top of that, Robert Downey Jr. responded to his tweet with a picture of uh, Buzz Lightyear and Woody from oh, it's, it's Toy shared. Story. Yeah, and they're, they're colored in like Iron Man yeah. and Captain America, and it says, To Infinity, War, and Beyond. And he says, wow. We know who the real sheriff in town is. So, And everyone's just loving it. Real so touching. either the character of Captain America is going to die. Somebody's going to die? Possibly. There's so much speculation. They yeah. both could buy, die or some somehow to sort of wrap you their stories. You cannot kill but how, Tony Stark. But how could the storyline go on with Captain America and Tony Stark if like well, if, there's if a, they die? There's a new younger fleet of Avengers. Oh, yeah, wow. so they, they this is the something they've people. done in the comic books for years, so yeah. they're expecting them to follow that suit. Uh, so bra- get ready for like more it. Chris Pratt. No, you know what this is? <laughs> no, 
a lot younger than that. They're bringing in the young guns because they don't have to pay the young guns what they're paying the veterans. That's, that's true. A, that's a reality. They don't have as much. That is what's know, happening. A, yep. yeah. I'm just looking forward yeah. to the next Spider-Man movie. Wow. Man. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the bad, right? All right. Amy Schumer and Emily Ratajkowski. Yes, Lord. You know, the lady from Blurred Lines. Oh, yeah, you know, we do. That's where she got famous. Well, they joined the pro- protest in Washington uh, over the Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh, of course. And they both got arrested. So I, You know what? I actually have audio. Uh, we found some audio. This is like literally seconds before they got arrested. A vote for Kavanaugh is a vote saying women don't matter. Yes. Let's stay together. Let's fight. Let's keep showing. Yeah, so that's what they were doing there. Uh, actually, they were pounding. I heard there were a bunch of people like at the, uh, the Supreme Court door. Boom. Can Whoa. you imagine like, hearing these booms? That's straight out of a movie, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They are angry. But they pushed it through when? Saturday? Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was in my jammies when I found out. You were in your jammies? In my jammies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Tanner, I was surprised that Tanner's wearing a shirt that says, I love Kavanaugh. Uh, what? No, 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 no. <laughs> No way. Moving on to the gossip. Ben Affleck (laughs) completed a 40-day stay in rehab. So congratulations to him. But he says sobriety is a full-time commitment. He adds, quote, I hope down the road I can offer an example to others who are struggling. There's also talk that he wants to play Batman again at least one more time. I'm hearing that Jennifer Garner filed these documents to speed up the divorce. And uh, apparently she's doing all this because, you know, before he does something really stupid like another Batman movie. <laughs> so she's just trying to speed this thing up as fast as possible. Well, he yeah. truly is awful at playing Batman. I actually, know. I, I like him as Batman. I actually thought he did pretty good. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. His Batman voice is so cringeworthy. People just want to hate on Ben. All that. I well, don't I mean, know why. Well, maybe because he cheats on all of his wives. And I mean, I mean, maybe that could be it. Is that why they hate him? No, I mean, you know, if anything, I just think he's just being a human and yeah. it just happens to be in the public eye, you know? He, he just has human, pro- you know, problems. He just has a hateable face. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right, that's him. the good. I, I know how he feels. <laughs> <laughs> that's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Fitz happens. Live. Live. This... Come on! Is why today doesn't suck. Hope everybody had a good weekend. I uh, really, really do. How's everybody doing? You good today? It is I am sore. Monday, October 8th, 2018. <laughs> I'm sore too. I had to take a really, really quick um, business trip and talk. A really good trip for, for, for all of us. And, you know, the sh- we're yeah. doing some business about the shows. And I had the chance to go to this party, and it was crazy because um, Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I'm talking about Alfonso Roberto uh, was was there, and I got to spend a lot of time with him, just chatting it up, you know. Yeah. Really, really genuine, cool dude. And you like him? I like him a lot. Yeah, he was really. I bet cool. he's got a crazy perspective on Hollywood. He's been in it since like oh, the very does. early '80s. Yeah, we were talking about politics. Did we he do talk- the Carlton? No, that's one thing he had in his contract that he will not, and nobody better ask him to do the Car- the, the dance. I hear Tom Jones, I'm out of here. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'm done for the night, you see. I can only be asked to do that dance so many times, you see. So anyway. Angus T. Jones from uh, Two and a Half Men is 25 years old. And I remember he quit the show. He he he, he was against his uh, religious beliefs. Yeah, he got, he got deeply religious. He's the kid, the kid, the kid. Two and a Half Men. Okay. Uh, He's now like a pastor or something. Oh, wow. my God. Online. Hang on. I'm getting word right now. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Charlie Sheen is on our studio red phone right now because, you know, he was on the, sh- mm-hmm. the show with him. Sure, I know him, yeah. Charlie Sheen? I will destroy you in the air, and I will, I will, I will deploy my ordinance uh, to the ground. Whoa. I mean, I, I was just saying that he, uh, the guy you used to do the show with is 25 years old today. That's fine, but, but for me, it's, 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 I've just answered to a higher calling, and it happened in a blink of an eye, and I'm totally excited by it. I know, 25 years old happens pretty quick. Well, what, what else is happening? I am on a drug. It's called Charlie Sheen. Whoa! <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today. I appreciate it. Wow. Bruno Mars is 33 years old today. Oh. He's 33? Thank God for some Bruno Mars. That makes me so uncomfortable. Why? Why? He's still a baby. He's Not really. He's like 11 years older than I I cannot wait because you know what? We all know that... It's going to go like a blink of an eye yep. for Tanner. And before you know it, you're going to be that age going, Where? what? Oh, man. It's not that old. Tanner's already got inflammation in his joints now, and he's 22. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I don't get off the couch. <laughs> All right, Matt Damon turns 48 years old today. Wow. Beer! I like beer! <laughs> he was at that fight. They showed him. Yeah. Oh, Matt Damon was yeah, at the fight? Yeah, he had a front, oh, front row seat at the McGregor oh, fight. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Probably for his birthday weekend. He probably, You're right. He probably needed it. He, no. Yeah, I bet you he clicked into some Jason Bourne mode when that fight went in the crowd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you mean hiding under a table, I bet you're right. <laughs> He's an actor, not a super spy. Uh, it was 147 years ago in 1871 that the three-day Great Chicago Fire touched off after somebody's cow supposedly kicked over a kerosene lantern. 300 people killed. 17,000 buildings destroyed. 99,000 people left homeless yeah. in Chicago. Wait, so you're telling me that one cow Mrs. kicked O'Leary's, over a lantern. Mrs. Mrs. O'Leary's cow. Mrs. O'Leary's cow, like the song. There's a folk song about it. Is there really? Yeah. I can't remember how it goes, but I remember that's it distinctly right. from my childhood. Mrs. O'Leary's cow. But that's why they call Chicago the second city. I learned that not too long ago. Hmm. No uh, Because it's considered, they say, like they basically built another city where the old ah. one stood. Like right on wow. top of it. Yeah. Interesting. Because the whole thing burned down. Learn something new every day. All right, finally, uh, it was this day in 1995. Let's go to our country. Uh, Tim McGraw was number one on the charts, you guys, with I Like It, I Love It. But I like it, I love it, I want some more of it. I try so hard, I can't rise above it. Don't know what it is about that little gal's loving, but I like it, I love it, I want some more of it. It happens live. And now, and now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Ladies and gentlemen, all weekend long, I have been hanging out, chilling, receiving your unbelievable What Are You Kidding Me? stories. And I thank you for them. I really do. My Wacoms, my What Are You Kidding Me? field correspondents, they've been sending me some amazing stuff. As I begin with an amazing story out of Tennessee, folks. I'm lost, and I can't find my way back. An elderly couple near Knoxville, they went to the doctor last week, and then they got lost on their way home, and they kept driving for five days. Five days? Through three different states, right? Yes, I was going to get to that. This is why old people need cell phones. Sorry. I mean, so they They, like... They did have them. They're stopping for fuel. They're stopping for food, I hope. Well, here's the deal. They started driving in Chattanooga, and they overshot Knoxville, and they ended up in Kentucky. They drove to Atlanta, and uh, their daughter says they haven't been diagnosed with Alzheimer's or dementia. Which is scary. But 
is it time to take away the keys? The it's thing is time that, to at least get some uh, uh, some procedures done some to maybe test. Yeah. There yeah. really is testing for that, right, Bethany? Absolutely, yes. Uh, Bethany's grandfather had uh, Alzheimer's, and, and what are the tests like? Well, I really don't know. I mean, I, obviously, I wasn't there with him, but I mean, he had to go through several. And it's also, I think, a lot about talking to your doctor and saying, you know, I'm forgetting some things, wow, and this happened, yeah. and that happened, because we had to do the same thing. I mean, we had to gauge when it was time to take the keys, which is very hard, obviously, whenever it's like your parent or your grandparent. Yeah. Yeah. Which is you scary, know? because it's the both of them. It's not just one of them. Yeah, neither one of them went like, you yeah. made a wrong turn. Right. I do have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio here. Uh, listen to this. One of them got in the car to take take the other to UT Medical Center. There's not nothing diagnosed uh, for them, but um, they're obviously getting confused. The car will go away, and we've got to try and figure out what kind of help yeah. they need. So, so, I, and I think that was uh, their daughter. I think. Yeah, it sounds like she's yeah. on top of it. So, all right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? And and, and those situations, I just say, bless your heart, bless yeah. your little hearts. Uh, Alda. Baltimore, ladies and gentlemen. Excuse me, drunk. I'm an officer. <laughs> a police officer in Baltimore was fired last week after he got drunk and passed out in his patrol, patrol car in the middle of the day. Uh-oh. Are you kidding me? His blood alcohol level was a .22, almost three oh. times the legal limit. That's like bordering on dangerous to your health. I can kill yeah. you. You can't protect and serve when you're that drunk. Here's what's crazy. Dude was just hired two months ago. (laughs) And he was fired, right? Well, he's got a little problem. Yeah, Uh, for sure. Uh, And uh, I'm sure they're going to take care of this. Could you imagine if he was like, I'll get this one. Yeah, can you imagine imagine that dude giving a sobriety test to someone? When he says walk the line, the guy says, let's see you do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. It happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Woo! Crazy weekend. A lot of football. A lot of, you know, the Conor McGregor, Khabib fight. That was just crazy. Yeah. Sort of emotionally draining. And I had a had to do some flying this weekend. And Saturday then, Night Live. Business meet. Yeah. Brett it's, Kavanaugh. It's been, <laughs> Brett Kavanaugh stuff. It's just it's been a crazy weekend. That's why it's always good to get some good stuff <laughs> to kick things off, right? Yes, we're going right. to do, do this right. And, and I would just like to encourage everyone today. If you're having a bad day, I just really want you to go up and try asking for a hug. Like from anyone? I, yes, walk up to people no, and I'm, say, you know, I could really use a hug. I'm not just going to ask straight. That's, I think that's, no way. You get in trouble for that these days. That's right. Okay, see, now, now a hug is wrong, huh? Yeah, hugs are kind of creepy. Yeah. Guys, this is the good stuff. Remember, it's been a crazy weekend <laughs> because these Carnegie Mellon University people, they tracked 400 men and women for two weeks, talked to them every night about how their day went. They asked about things like social activities, conflicts that they've had, resolutions to those conflicts, whether they had hugged anyone that day. And they found that when people received at least one hug on the same day something bad happened, they were less likely to dwell on that one bad moment. In other words, being mm. hugged helped prevent one bad thing from ruining someone's entire day. I don't know why you're all anti-hug, Mr. Huggy. Well, now that you say that, yes, I would love to be hugged by a loved one. Yes. But not a stranger. All right, Drew, I'm not going to get anything from it. Bring it in, Drew. <laughs> oh, please, Tanner. You know this ain't happening. And Tanner, Tanner hates hugging. 
You know what though? I I I think it's okay if there's like a um, like a big age gap. Like if I walked up to maybe like a little granny and I said, you know what, you, you're a sweet looking granny. I could really use a hug today. Would Would you like to hug me? What if Whoa. she said, would that back be okay? off, sicko? <laughs> uh, grannies give the best hugs. Everyone knows yeah, that. Yes, nice little back off, shuddy. <laughs> the survey also it didn't ask people who they hugged specifically. But I just think that everyone in here now is, is really, you're sending out the wrong message to people today about hugging. Especially you, Drew. I just don't want to hug strangers. I just don't like strangers in my personal space. But I would like to get a hug from, say, my girlfriend or my mom or someone yeah. important yeah. like that. And that would make your day better. Yes. <laughs> See, I don't even like... I don't even like when my mom hugs me. Hugging just makes me so uncomfortable. And couldn't that be what's wrong with the world? Well, no. Well, I, I just, believe, yeah. I just have... I don't like people in my bubble. Not even my girlfriend. I make her sleep on the couch sometimes. <laughs> oh, my God. She's so lucky. <laughs> All right. There you go. That is the good stuff. Summed up, being hugged does make you feel better. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Y'all, please welcome. Now back to the Fit Show. It happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome back. We're on right now. Hello, hello. Good to be here. And you could go to our, man, we got a website. Everything. Yeah. Got a website. Followfits.com. Followfits.com. Follow everybody on the show right there on social media. You can get caught up on the, the podcast after the broadcast. Which is really cool because it's a, it's a condensed version of the show. And we actually have a lot of people listening to podcasts every day, so mm-hmm. that's really cool. Uh, I'm, I'm getting some messages right now. People are saying, okay, you guys have been talking about doing your uh, an extended uh, podcast and stuff. What's up with that? And we'll do it. Uh, when, when we have the time? Mm-hmm. We just well, got to figure it out. We get, yeah, we, yeah when, we're going to find the time because we want to – There's a you know obviously in radio we have time restrictions, right? Yeah. We, mm-hmm. we, we got music to play. We have bills to pay. And we don't want to just talk. We want to have something to talk about. Deliver the people oh, high want- quality content. Oh Lord, Drew! No, I just want to talk. <laughs> Come on, don't sound like one of those people. What's wrong with you? I thought that's what they wanted. No, <laughs> they just it's all wrong. They just want entertainment, and that's what we want to give to the people. <laughs> I happen to know that uh, Drew and Tanner had a very, very, very kind of exhausting weekend because uh, they lived together. Drew and Tanner, the millennial, lived together. And because Drew like opened up his home to Tanner when he needed a place to stay for a second, Tanner was sleeping on my couch, but yep. I think he freaked out at maybe some activities in my home. I still don't know what was up with that. But it's some, mostly kids. I agree with that. <laughs> well, there was that incident with your dad, too, when he was staying also. And you, you saw yeah. my dad in his underwear. Mm-hmm. I That's the one. Okay. Never want to think about that again. So now you guys are moving in together, and it's like you're making these repairs, and you're doing stuff in this house. You're like building. guys spent the weekend you were doing some painting right yeah lots of cleaning lots of painting creating memories together well i don't know about that <laughs> i am exhausted because drew's basement is disgusting <laughs> oh no yeah. why well, literally me... you step on the floor and dust will come out of the carpet <laughs> what? True. why is it so dirty what was going on down there just storage <laughs> yeah just lots of junk and storage okay. right. i actually had originally i had about five people's stuff stored down there and finally got it all cleared out but this is this is the house that built you guys, isn't it? Oh. 
Mama could have pictures of Mama. I found, Mama. found Drew's extra movies down in the basement. Shh, excuse me. I told me. never you, been more disgusted. I had other oh, people's God, stuff Drew. stored there. I had a friend who, when he got married, his, uh, his wife made him get rid of all that stuff. Okay, so instead like of hundreds. throwing it out, he... Stored it in my basement. Sure, they, they they found sure. It. Were they some adult movies, you're saying? Oh, there, okay. there are like at least 80. Yeah, Drew, you should be ashamed of yourself. I'm telling you that wasn't You mine. should have seen the look on my girlfriend's face <laughs> when she found them. Because she found them in a closet. No, that part's you're true. You're kidding. Yeah. At yeah. what point did they come out of the closet? <laughs> well, they are now. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, so... Uh, Drew lives with his girlfriend, Jill. I guess they're going to be upstairs into the basement dungeon room. Will be Tanner the Millennial and the Lens. Who, yeah. And this is the first time that you guys are like moving in together. Yeah, we've been dating two years, but we've never lived together. We're actually like a little nervous about it. Do you feel it. nervous about doing that, moving in with like other people? That's just a... And who happens to be someone that you work with? Do you have any concerns about this situation? Because I do. Because I know I know how this stuff turns out in the end. So I'm just yeah. watching it like everybody else. <laughs> well, look, I already told I told the Lins uh, privately. I said when you guys need some counseling, when you need a mediator, that's what we're here for. But maybe that's like too. <laughs> it's like it's maybe a, it's it, like too close all the time. You offense. It's either that or we're moving into your house. I told you. I so got take a place. <laughs> I already told you guys. You can move, you know, move in. We'll just, you know, I, I know the babies. Freak, Wait a minute, you're just you looking out. for a babysitter. Oh. Yes, yes, I am. I was about to say, I didn't know. Anything Is there anybody about listening this? who will let Drew and Tanner live with him? Give us a shout right now. Love to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's gonna be great to watch. Keep us posted. Yeah. So, we'll so, you, so you did painting, and yeah. what's next? Uh, we're More still painting. Clean Drew's crap. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Fit Show. This is the Fit Show. You are hilarious. Fitz happens. Live. Welcome back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you have a moment, I'm, I'm really kind of having some fun on Twitter right now. You can find me on Twitter. Two words. Follow Fitz. Those two words on Twitter. Follow Fitz and we could be friends. Tanner the Millennial all weekend long has been compiling ringtones in the hopes that Maybe we can get our brain cells moving on a Monday and recognize these ringtones that he... You spend a lot of time finding these, right? My girlfriend hates I spend as much time on this as I do. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to Ringtone IQ. Yes, and the way Ringtone IQ works is there's two different categories. The first category is songs. Okay. So I'll play a famous song. It could be old, could be new. Uh, and How that, many points is it worth? That's two points, but you have to recognize the title and the artist. Okay. The other category is Bethany, themes. wake up over there. Come on. <laughs> We're losing you. Bethany's <laughs> head is on the table. My lord. The other category is themes. Theme songs from TV shows or movies, that will be worth three points. Okay. And your name is your buzzer. All right. Your buzzer is your name, you mean. Yeah, something like that. Like, but, all right. Now, again, everybody, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, and in the car, play along with us. Let us know how you do. Let's go, Tammy. First category, we're going to do a song. So remember, you need the title and the artist okay. for two points. This! Do you have to call me on the cell phone? It's Drake! Call me on the cell phone. Oh, oh, no, Bethany, no, 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 Hotline bling. Let me, I was just singing the lyrics. Oh. That is so not fair. He right. even said no. Well, I guess Fitz gets the two points. Who used to call me Don't on literally just cut phone. me off. I was just singing the song. Day night when you need my. All, all I could think about when I hear this 
is President Trump doing this on SNL? Oh, that was the greatest. Oh, my goodness. When yes. he did the dance and everything? Yes. Yes. That can only mean one thing. You see him walking out with Conor McGregor uh, holding the Irish flag the other night? Who, the president? Or? Drake. Oh, oh Drake. Yeah, that's what you meant to. Trump too. <laughs> no, Drake was there walking out with Connor. Yeah, right. but he's a big bandwagon fan. Anyways, we're going to move to the next category. This is a theme, so it's going to be worth three points. Drew. That is uh, My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion from oh, Titanic. Drew gets the three points. Woo! Don't ever let go, Jack. Don't ever let go. Yeah, I think yeah, there's Jack, room for she... two on that raft. <laughs> there was room! She made Jack freeze his, you know, pork and beans off, and she stayed on that little door. She, she had a little heater and yeah, everything. Yeah, she could have She could have saved Jack's life. She could have. I think they actually tested it. I think uh, Mythbusters did it, mm-hmm. and I think they did find I'll that. i never let go. I think they found well, that the, you that did raft let go. <laughs> sunk. Oh, really? I think. All right. All right, y'all. We're going to move to the next category. Right now, Drew is in the lead with three points. Uh, Fitz follows with two points, and Bethany has nothing. All right. So this next category is a song, so it's worth two points. This is Brad Paisley. Excuse me. This is Carrie Underwood and Keith Urban. What if I could? Where was your name? Fitz. Drew? I'm not going to oh, play like that. Yeah. That's all right. I didn't recognize it, so. I don't care. So, he can what get if it. I could? Was that the name of it? He's the only nope. one that says. But it's Keith Urban and, it's Keith Urban and <laughs> Carrie, right? <laughs> yeah. So I get those that's, points. No, that's not. You didn't get the title. <gasps> what if I could? I wish I knew what What's the song called? was called. I know it. It is called The Fighter. I get no points for that? No points. You have to get title and artist. All right. So what's that mean? That means Drew is still in the lead. Three to two. Yeah. Is there one more? There is one more. Okay. I know someone will get this theme. So, again, this is worth three points. Okay. Drew. That's The Simpsons. Drew gets the three points and the win. Oh, good for Drew. All right, there you go. Ringtone IQ. This happens live. F-I-T with a Z. Come on. This is The Fit Show. This is my time, baby. Fit happens live. That's right. On air, online, on social media. Uh, and you can find me on social media too, well, everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat. Whatever you like of those. Just search two words. Follow Fitz. Two words, follow Fitz, and we could be friends. What about you, Drew? Uh, I love Instagram, and it's at Critical Drew. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Tanner the Millennial. I hope everybody had a good weekend. It was kind of a crazy weekend for all of us. Like, Drew and Tanner were doing home repairs, and I was on a plane. I had to do some some show stuff in, like, New York City doing some cool stuff. And then there was the Conor McGregor fight that, you know, that was going on. Right. And there was football going on. It was a great there, football there was too. Bre- I was just going to say the premiere of The Walking Dead. And the oh. premiere of The Walking Dead was going on. It's a huge thing for me. Wait, so is Rick still on the show? People. It, they're actually touting it as Rick's last few episodes. Wow. Oh, oh so he's not even going the whole season. Mm-mm. Wow. Mm-mm. 
And, and he said he's doing that because he said, you know what? I've been away from my family long enough. And yeah. he's been on the show for like 11 but seasons. But he's Rick. But he's, but yeah, he's the anchor. I mean, you gotta, I do believe in that consistency, you know? And, and what happens after he leaves? Is it, they're, could it be the they're same? They're talking to Daryl. You know, they want Daryl to take that role. And I just don't, Daryl's never been Coral? that character. Coral! Carl's Carl's already dead. dead. What? Oops, spoiler. <gasps> what happened to Coral? What happened to Coral? Was <laughs> that the little dude in the cowboy hat? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Car- Spoiler oh. alert. Hey, you know what? Since we're talking about uh, The Walking you're Dead. you two seasons behind. <laughs> since we're talking about, oh, remember we said that we were going to spoil every show for Tanner? <laughs> it's working. On air spoiling. How you like that? Because <laughs> I. Yeah, Carl's dead. Because I spoiled. Okay, <laughs> I, I spoiled one teeny little tiny detail of a show that you guys already watched about half the first episode and you gave up on it, so why does it matter? Well. Can I ask, uh, do you know that, um, or let me, uh, when it comes to Carl, and that's Rick's kid in The Walking Dead, right? Does Carl like that mean guy? Do, like, do they become buddies? Well, Negan? it's not, no, not that Carl likes him, but He's got like a Negan, weird respect for him, right? Negan gets a, uh, likes Carl. Hmm. Negan really starts liking Carl whenever Carl, it's a whole long thing, but Carl, you know, goes. Carl! Over to the saviors, which is Negan's people, and he tries to like hurt Negan and and some of the saviors, and and Negan kind of doesn't do anything to him and kind of gets to know him. And this is so um, confusing. If you are me. a Walking Dead fan, what do you think? Yeah. What do you think about this whole situation? What do you think about Rick leaving? Is it going to be the same? Can Daryl? Daryl take the role, or or is it time? To, are they going to bring in some new young blood, like maybe some Hollywood rising star to they're try gonna, to come in and? They're going to cast Fitz as the new Rick. <laughs> he is growing the beard out. Yep. Maybe I would be taken down by a zombie the first day. Hashtag fits for radio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you just love to, you know, be a dude to have like three lines and get axed by a zombie? Like, wouldn't that be that great? Would be awesome. All be I know so cool. is I've watched enough of these episodes. I've watched the entire thing that I am ready for the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I can survive. Are we ever going to find out though? Why? The zombies are there in the first place. Why everything? What the first like, season? What exactly happened? The first nobody season, knows they, yet. They explain when they get to the CDC at the end of the first mm-hmm. season. The guy explains them that it's it's a virus that everybody has, but they don't explain where it came from because right. they don't That's know. What he means, though, but they say that- everybody has it, and we all have it right now. You all have it, even though you're alive. It won't activate until you're dead. They learn wow. that at the end of the first season, and then it goes from there. But yeah, we don't know where that virus comes from. Right. Caused it. And no one even knows if if it's worldwide, if it's just contained in the U.S. Because no, that's where the oh, Walking Dead crazy. is. No one knows. Wow. They have no. They have no way of knowing <gasps> they if this could is take, just them. Right. You know, the spinoff could be like Walking Dead Rome, Walking Dead yeah. Paris. You'd think a plane would fly over or something eventually, nope, right? Not, not, yeah, you would Dead think, I guess. Paris, Corel. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, now it makes me want to go back and, and start watching it from day one, even though I know Carl, Carl, uh, dies, right? Well, not until like I can't believe eight. y'all oh, okay. spoiled that for it's, me. Come man. on. It's, it's, it's time. It's All right. never time. Welcome to the show, you guys. Fitz Happens Live. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz Happens Live. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. And Drew is standing by with the Monday. <laughs> Let me get that phlegm out of there. Please do. With the Monday reality check. It's been four years since the national average for gas was $3 a gallon, but $3 gas may just be weeks away. 
What? Yes. Now, a lot of people say, hey, I've already been paying $3 for gas. I'm like, but that's what I was thinking. The what they're time. talking about here is like the National Gas Pricing Index, meaning it's kind of like the baseline pricing. It's because the average. Yeah, based on wherever you're buying gas, there, there's local taxes, there's fees, and all these things add on. So we're talking about $3 being the index price and going up from there, like tack on your taxes and your fees on wow. top of that. So gas is fixing to get expensive pretty that soon. That means gas could get to $4. Oh. In a lot of places, yeah. it will be. In but fact, why? some places it probably already is. Is it the Middle East situation, Iran? It, it has Iran? to do with the Middle East situation. It has to do with supply and demand. Uh, and now, one thing we always see when gas prices spike up is Americans will suddenly change their car buying habits, and we'll see them start again to dump like the big trucks and the big SUVs and the Tahoes and Suburbans and Expeditions and all those, and they'll move into these smaller crossovers. It happened several years ago. Actually, I, I disagree. I heard that several major companies have quit all the other stuff, and that's the only thing they are focusing on are SUVs. They're focusing on mid-sized crossover SUVs, which are basically car-based SUVs. What I'm talking about are the big trucks, like the pickup tr- the big pickup trucks, Suburbans, Tahoes, those sort of things, the f- body-on-frame vehicles. The The gas guzzlers. Those, yeah, the, the when Broncos. this happened last time, those dropped off sharply. Uh, and then when gas went back down, we started buying them yeah. again. So we'll see if it happens this time. But we are sort of edging towards right. that electrified future. About to get myself a Prius. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you going to plug it in at? <laughs> oh, you got a good point. <laughs> Do you just really plug those in? Uh, Yeah. Well, Prius are, are electric, gas electric hybrids. Oh, okay. So they charge themselves. Well, what else is going yeah. on? Enough of that car stuff. Well, we talked about it a lot already in the show, but it's one of the biggest news stories. The Conor McGregor fight was one of the biggest UFC events to happen ever. Uh, and it turned into one of the most bizarre UFC events as it descended into chaos after McGregor lost in the fourth round to Khabib Namagaramanov. I can't say his That's, last name. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the fight, Habib uh, Khabib jumped out of the ring and went after one of uh, McGregor's guys. And meanwhile, two of Khabib's guys jumped into the ring and attacked Conor McGregor oh. after the fight was over. And now um, I read, I, I just recently read that um, Khabib's cousin is, is one of the guys that was, I guess, in the ring. And he's saying that Conor hit him. And so, well, yeah, okay, he into the ring. <laughs> you shouldn't be in the ring after the fight, yeah. you know. Right. And, um, this is. In, I'm want to share this with you. Somebody says people don't understand how street fights work. You mess with someone personally, their family, or religion. Sometimes there are serious repercussions. They said that's what happened with Khabib and Connor. You poke a bear too many times, and the bear is going to eat you. Right. They don't stop. <sighs> Uh, and it was. Immediately, commentators were calling it a black eye for the sport and disgraceful. And, you know, we're seeing the repercussions of that carry on now. Uh, or is it going to be uh, absolutely oh, huge for the sport? Well, Fine. one of the things that happened is right then and there, uh, Khabib should have been awarded the belt for the win. And right on TV, on the pay-per-view, Dana White went up to him, the, the you know, boss of UFC, and said, I can't give you this belt right now. Or it's going to get bad. Yep. He said or gonna people are going to start throwing stuff into the octagon. Uh, I was really... Uh, I'm still Team Connor, by the way. You know, I... I think it was all entertainment, but then I think the entertainment stuff he does it got it got serious. How right. amazing! He, he's a twenty-seven and zero Russian yeah. killer. He's a mm-hmm. he's a how amazing would a rematch be? Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder if Connor's wife won't even let that happen. I think the biggest. I think the the biggest uh, thing that Dana was, that Dana was trying to do though was Dana had told Khabib, you know, whatever he said, people are going to start throwing stuff, and Khabib said back to him, you know, but yeah, that's not my problem, you know, like I, I don't care, you know, I want my belt, and he looked at him, he goes, but I'm not worried about. I'm worried about people. I'm worried about people getting hurt, you know, because wow. people are going to go crazy. All right, there you go. The Monday reality check. Fitz happens live. Straight out of country. 
Yeah, we're going to take you straight out of country, but man, this studio's been getting all riled up and all crazy because we've been talking about this Conor McGregor and Khabib fight. It's getting everybody riled up. Yeah, well, can I say what you said? Can I tell the people what you said? Okay. You said you'd go in there and you'd you'd take that guy out, no problem. We're talking about Khabib. And I said, you said, you were citing the size difference. I said, but he's trained. He's Sure. He'd have you down before you knew what happened. Oh, listen, there's no doubt he's got And you skill. said, but reach. Yeah, but I mean, there's a reason they're in that little weight class, though. Basically and, and again, I am a six foot seven, two hundred fifty pound guy, untrained, and, 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 uh, 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 untrained, mm-hmm. untrained. That's the difference. That's um, the main difference. But, that's, but, he, but, but he is about a hundred forty five, hundred fifty pound little dude. Bethany, you saw me wrestle with that He's wrestler, the little guy. Remember that one time? Yes. Okay, you want to tell my boy what happened over there with that trained wrestler? Um, also, how long ago was this? Almost eight years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a honey badger only weighs about twenty eight pounds, but you don't want to mess with one of those. Yeah. I, well, look. Some people just love to scrap and just love to wrestle like that. And I know you guys are all anti any of that stuff. I grew up differently. I grew up being able to go out in the yard and wrestle with your boys and fight and box it out and stuff. And I could tell that that maybe y'all didn't. Really? Well, I, well, I did that too, but I'm 22 years old. I'm a little too old to be thrown on the UFC gloves and go boxing in the backyard. Yeah. Is this straight out of country we're going to talk about? <laughs> Let's get to some country. But they are smaller guys, is all I'm saying. I don't think it matters. The, the yeah. training offsets all of that by a huge factor. Every single time. Oh, there's it makes no doubt. They feel, could... Every single time they say how much they weigh, like last night, 154 Crazy. and a half Itty pounds bitty. for McGregor. And I was thinking to myself, I weighed that not pregnant before. Okay? <laughs> so I mean, you don't think you could get in a ring and handle that? No I'm just way. sitting there thinking how no little way. he is. Well, you need, mm. Like I'm just thinking to myself, my God! I mean, he, I mean, I get it. He's all muscle, but I'm just like, you th- you see him, and you think they're well, so big until you realize how you know. You know where this whole uh, thing started was because Drew, Drew came in today, and uh, you getting me riled up a little bit when he was saying how much he hates Conor McGregor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he, it, why do you hate him again? Just all that awful mouth and that terrible, terrible, endless trash talk. I was really glad to Don't see him the, get handled easily. Don't you like the way he says true? Oh, I love his true. accent. I've been true, true. ever since. True. I love Ever-ting. the Irish accent. I love the accent. I love the ting. And, and you're right. Words. And you're right. He did. Man, he got handled. <laughs> he he got served some humble pie. And in the end, right, looking at his face, Conor people... McGregor was scared. We're supposed to be talking about country yeah, music. Yeah, what happened segment. to country yeah, go. music? <laughs> this is, instead of straight out of country, straight out of Conor. <laughs> <laughs> we're straight out of Ireland right now. No, we're going to talk about this fight again. Um, no, I'm not saying I could go in there and, and beat up that guy, Drew, but I'm saying... He, I don't know. He's a trained killer. That's You're what saying we're trying he is to trained. Train. He is trained. Okay. <laughs> we're not saying that like any other guy that size you can take. You yeah, can probably yeah. take. You know, I the think guy I'll bring a 155 pound guy. You can beat him up. <laughs> not that guy. Just don't. I, I don't want to see you end your life with that guy. I think I could take Khabib. I oh think he would goodness. change your face. I really do. I really do. I really do. Is that insane? I, I could take Khabib. That I, is insane. That is you are, insane. I think you look weird with a purple face you as are, he choked you out. He couldn't even reach that high. I'm six foot seven. Yeah, but you're only about one foot laying on the ground where he'd have you. You are a. He's 155 pounds. You're a 40 year old radio DJ. I think Khabib <laughs> can beat you. <laughs> are you saying it's time for me to go to the next thing? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so disappointed. The, your lack of faith in me I in that department. I love you because you believe in yeah. yourself no matter what. That's like me. Thank you. That's like me saying that I can beat up Conor McGregor, but I'm just fat. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's it. <laughs> it's not a lack of faith. It's I care for your health, and I don't want to see it go away. He can never reach that high. He's, yeah, but he can take you down well, good in about thing two we'll seconds. Never yeah. see him. <laughs> and you know what? Big dudes like me, we fall hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We fall the bigger so- they are, the harder they fall. And for me. 
no matter what, I always end up landing on the same spot on my back. <laughs> Every time! Every time! And I'm pretty much paralyzed for, you know, a couple hours after that. So I hope you enjoyed this country music segment. <laughs> I'm going to write Khabib on Twitter and challenge him right now. No, please. Okay, no, we're not. It happens live. Go rest high on that mountain. I'm an American soldier. God bless the USA. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. And all that freedom you experienced over the weekend and the freedom that you are experiencing today was brought to you by the proud men and women who served and who have served our nation. And the U.S. military instills important values in all of its members. Values like honor, courage, commitment. Ensure that troops are dedicated to the success of the mission and to the survival and success of each other. Every successful member of our armed forces has accepted these values and several others and when faced with real combat situations, these seemingly academic concepts become critical to survival. Some individuals rise above others and embody the very spirit of the soldier, and frequently those Americans are responsible for saving missions and saving lives. Thank God for them. When the actions of an individual are so courageous and so honorable, the nation has the option to award the soldier its highest honor, the Congressional Medal of Honor. And today we salute the nation's newest recipient of this highest honor, Staff Sergeant Ronald Schur of the United States Army Green Berets. In 2008, Sergeant Schur was the medic in a small unit of Green Berets dropped in remote northern Afghanistan for a very, very serious mission. And while he was climbing a mountain, the unit fell under intense and unexpected fire from a very, very large force of about 200. During the fight, Sergeant Schur lowered injured soldiers back down the mountain with makeshift slings and secured their evacuation by helicopter. He then returned to the pinned-down unit and fought by their side, replacing some of the injured men while continuing to treat injuries to others. He was even struck in the helmet by a bullet during the battle. And due largely to his actions alongside his unit, no Americans were killed. I repeat, no Americans were killed in this bloody five-hour battle. And Staff Sergeant Shore is now retired from the Army and has continued his service to the nation by becoming a Secret Service agent. And the soldier, Secret Service agent, husband, and father of two, is now facing another deadly fight after receiving a diagnosis of stage four lung cancer. Just not fair, is it? It's not. And on Monday, October 1st, 2018, Staff Sergeant Ronald Schurer was awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor, and the medal was presented by the President of the United States in a White House ceremony. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. And if you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, just go to followfits.com. The Fit Show. And now, and now, now it's 
time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Standing by, ladies and gentlemen. Still getting harassed in the studio. I'm not going to lie to you. I've been harassed in the studio. People have sent really, really mean messages. All I did was say, I think I could take Khabib. <laughs> Which is the biggest joke of all. And, and if you don't know what that is, everybody, we're, we're talking about the Conor McGregor-Khabib fight and everything. And, and I just, I really think, you know, but apparently it, it's, it's a great opportunity for people to destroy me. After well, I mean, me making a comment like that, I mean it's kind of like the. I mean, but the guy yeah. is like a. I mean, he's twenty-seven and zero. Russian assassin. Yeah. yeah wait, I mean, wait a minute. <laughs> so. Yeah. Say that again. Say what you think. What do you mean? That you. He's a Russian assassin. No, that you think you can beat him. Yeah, the reason I think I, I could beat him in a round <laughs> is this because you know I'm six foot seven, about two fifty, and, like and so in. I so I know my pounds, right? I know throw my meat on him, my, and as far as weight, and I know that's he, a lot of meat. Yeah. And I know his pound. He's like 155 pounds. So that's why I'm saying I would absolutely step in there with him. You're just saying it's sort of like a situation like Andre the Giant yes. sort of yes. with a smaller, well, we were all I'm smaller. waiting on it. Here it comes. Everybody ready? What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> and people have been so mean to me today because I. Oh, that's the biggest buddy kidding me story of yeah, all. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Oh, you keep on laughing. <laughs> Because you see my hard drive over here. I'm memorizing all these laughs, and they are being downloaded into my brain. Well, you're not fighting me. <laughs> I don't want any of that action. Uh, honestly, a I just, dog could beat my butt. I just, I just uh, you know, feel bad for Connor, and I really love, you know, I love Connor. He's sad. Want to fight for his honor? Yeah. All right, page two. What are, are you kidding, kidding me? Out. Oh my gosh, I believe this is out of Arkansas. Out of Arkansas, could it be Satan? There is this flaming, massive hole in the ground in a town in Arkansas. And, and uh, it's Midway, Arkansas. Nobody knows the cause. They, they, they have completely ruled out a meteorite. And, and they say Satan has been ruled out, but nobody really knows for sure. But look at this hole. Did it just appear, or has it been there? Yeah, well, nobody knows. It's just they, Somebody walked by, and they're like, okay, what is Flames up with this? Flames shooting yes. out of a hole yeah. in the earth. Yeah. It's like a natural gas vent or something. Geologists are, are absolutely baffled. Right. Maybe spitting out some... Uh, uh, a uh, natural gas explosion. Yeah, it's Drew's grave. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! I just thought that was a close up of the ground, oh, so no, I thought that no. was tiny. People are no, thinking. That's huge. People are thinking this is it. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness! It's the gateway. <laughs> that's insane. It's oh, the gateway. To right the around ga- Halloween too. <gasps> what the, if this is just a big promo for one of those costume stores that pop up around Halloween? <laughs> It'd be a great one. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Come on! Now back to the Fit Show. Fit rock. Fit happens live. <laughs> Whew, it's been a kind of a crazy show today. Mm-hmm. It's been an emotional show for feel you. Like most, I feel like most of the show today, we've been talking about the Conor McGregor fight. <laughs> <laughs> it, it definitely you know came what? home. Uh, but you know what? Um, every, but everybody's talking about this. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, so if you have a chance, if you, if you haven't had a chance to watch it or look at some of the highlights, please definitely do that. If you think about it, it's really why we watch sporting events. 
It's wow. why we all love yeah. sporting events because we can come home and like hash out the details and in, argue over it. Yes, and anything can happen in sporting events, right? right? Crazy stuff. So even beating up audience members. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it looks like we're still talking about the Conor McGregor fight. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people are kind of um, fatigued from the the Kavanaugh stuff. Yeah, it's like a, so. I feel like we're looking for something else to it's talk. Nice right? to not talk about. Right, yeah. right. What was it you posted the other day? I said the uh, political climate has been unrelenting for the past few months. I cannot wait for this fight. Yeah, I was ready. Yeah. I mean, I and th- I was really satisfied with not only their fight but the fight before. I never thought about it that <laughs> way. The but fight that's after. So true. <laughs> oh yeah, and the fight after. <laughs> and all the fights in the hallways. I mean, Dana White was even saying. Um, and he runs the UFC. He's like, listen, we had so much security tonight that, you, you know, and he goes, we still needed security tonight. <laughs> but it just, it's, but I guess they are prepared. Yeah. At least they were prepared. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, uh, Nevada does take uh, fighting seriously. It's a big business and it's not well, the first round. It's not the first they time they've done it. they said they knew that this was a very, you know, whenever Dana heard him say, I want to change his face. He said, I got scared at that comment. Yeah, and he knew I have to have more security this time. Wow. Like this, is the, this is a big beef. You know, my dad told me a long time ago, the good old GBB, Green Bray Bob, he said, always, always be nervous about that guy in the back of the room who isn't saying a word. Yep. He said, that's the one you have to worry about. So I've been watching this Khabib the entire time, you know, how, because uh, it seems like, you know, he was, he was 26 and 0 and... Very respectable, uh, you know, uh, he, he was all about his, you know, family and heritage, country. Never really reacted like this before. Mm-hmm. And the way Connor was, you know, I, uh, from what I, I hear, was, was said things about his religion and family and stuff like that really made it personal. And I think it was that that just that pushed this guy who grew up a street fighter. It pushed him over the edge and he snapped. And I'm telling you, there's something true to that. You always got to worry about that guy who's over in the corner not saying a word. That yeah. reminds me of a story when I was a bartender years and years and years ago. Uh, this guy was in our bar, and, and we were used to having loudmouths and blowhards and guys who talk a lot of trash sure. and want to, want to start fights. And I remember this guy came in, and he wasn't very big. He was maybe five foot ten. He was he was very lean and sinewy, and he had a shaved head. But he had this old, super faded Marine Corps Force Recon t-shirt on with a unit emblem on the breast and i just remember telling everyone i worked with i said see that guy over there i said that's the most dangerous person that's in this right. room they're Do like why he's not doing him. anything he's just enjoying time with his friends i said that's exactly why he's the most yeah. dangerous person here like that guy will dismember anyone yeah. here and he doesn't need to be loud he doesn't need to be braggadocious or, or so, anything because he knows what he can handle yeah that's you right. hear that guys yeah look out for me yeah next yeah, time but- we're in a brawl um, Actually, I think he was talking about people being the anti that, yeah. uh, which you just did. But doesn't it also show, I mean, th- there is something about too much talk. I mean, we got to be honest. Conor McGregor, he uh, he got he, he, he got humbled and yeah. he got, he looked like he was nervous, to, to use a, a To bring football into it, he outkicked his coverage maybe this time. Yeah, interesting. But that's, right. I feel like, where people really rise up. From defeats like this, that's where they make the comeback. Can really have yeah. a chance to show what they're made of. Well, he's got two losses right now, back to back. He's got Floyd and this now. It's yeah, it's, 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 it's hurting. Could it be hurting his game, his star? Floyd you know, was not UFC. You know, it didn't that hurt. Was just a fight. The 125 million dollars he's made from those two losses. <laughs> All right. Man, he's swimming in that cash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show, you guys. Hopefully, uh, you're not mad at us for talking about the fight, but it, it, it's. I mean, you have to see this. Yeah, it's yes. everything right now. All right, welcome to the show. It happens. Live. Live.
It's time to open the Fitzbox and read his Twitters and Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, maybe Snapchat. Yes, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. All of your questions, comments, and concerns about the show. And believe me, there are a lot. <laughs> Hourly, daily, all But the, the people who love us and stuff, thank you. We love you. And your love is pretty much all, it's all we need to keep us going. <laughs> it's like that Christmas dust. When people think about Christmas and get the Christmas spirit and make Santa's sleigh fly, oh, that's how yeah. our P1s are, the love they show us for the show and stuff. So the people who set our oh. show is the number one button on their preset. That's right. You mean uh, how they did it in Elf. You mean they have to believe. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The believe for the show to work. That's, yes. For the show to work, you got to believe. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> With that, ladies and gentlemen, this comes from this comes from Natalie. Hey, Fitz, please continue to tell everyone to get their flu shots. I really appreciate that you did that the other day. I'm a nurse, and I can tell you it definitely makes a difference. We are the one profession that doesn't want your business. Wow. Nice, good, Woo! yeah. I was also very excited to introduce the pumpkin spice flu shot to the world uh, just last week. So Makes your insides. You know what? Like pumpkin I, spice. I am going to get one this year. I don't <laughs> normally get a flu shot. One? Well, if I, if I can find it, I want the pumpkin spice. Oh, but otherwise, getting... I'm going to get a flu shot. See? Good for you. Because I just think it's yeah. important now. I'll probably go grab one with, like in this coming week. You can go to like a pharmacy usually yep. to get them. Right? They could do them too. Yeah. Walmart. Wonderful medical them. techs at pharmacies. Yeah. My Absolutely. girlfriend and I are going to go to Walmart this week and get them done together. Make sure the people greeter doesn't give it to you. All right, let's see. Uh, From Maria, Fitz, are you really that excited about people fighting? You've been talking about UFC like it's fun. This is a terrible thing to watch. I feel like we are better uh, than this as a people and species. And Bethany, I really thought that as the woman in the room, you'd be the one to talk sense into these Neanderthal men that you work with. Maria, I used to have respect for you. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, I think one thing Maria probably needs to know is that Bethany's the biggest UFC <laughs> fan of everyone in this room, by far. Don't blame me, Maria. <laughs> I blame not, Bethany. I wouldn't say I'm the biggest UFC fan, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sorry I disappointed you, but well, what we're saying is Bethany's the type of person that will like explain Conor McGregor's whole childhood. <laughs> when we're talking about, yeah. she's got the background. Yeah, Bethany's I mean, also I... the kind of person that will jump out of the ring and attack audience members. <laughs> oh, and oh. Uh, a black eye for the show. God. So, Maria, just watch it, girl. <laughs> I guess they don't call me the mouth from the city for nothing. Uh, from Kyle. Hey, Fitz, I thought for sure I was watching you fight when that six foot seven Russian guy got knocked out hard in the fight right before Connor. You guys do look similar. <laughs> Is that really where you were traveling to this weekend? How's your head feeling today, champ? <laughs> wow. Y'all, that big dude, that uh, six foot seven white guy. He got knocked out hard. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. That makes my brain oh, rattle man, watching the yeah. Video. It was just. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, this is from Robert. Uh, Tanner was supposed to get that Blanche Devereaux tattoo from the Golden Girls about six months ago. I'm glad he reminded us during the Bad Bosses segment you did last week. Is there a petition or something we can get to get that pushed through? I feel like Tanner really never does anything for the show in that department. Don't you have any stunt guys or anything? Is Tanner really the IT guy and that is it? Man, I've had two <laughs> Kim Jong-un haircuts for this show, and one oh, of them was with Frosted Tips. <laughs> Which just does happen to be on his license. No, just I, because no, I don't no, want to no. get a permanent tattoo of Blanche Devereaux on that, my but, body. But see, but that's, that would be the difference between you and I, because when I started, 
I did it all. Do you have any tattoos on your body? I, I never got a tattoo, but there's some other radio stunts and crazy stuff that I that I have done. That I mean, you haven't even began to touch Everything the surface yet. Everything we do is either is, a tattoo or something of my appearance what that I'm saying I have is, to live with on right. a daily basis. But you guys aren't willing to take the risk that some of us did. To, you know what I'm saying? It's a different. I just think it's a different culture. You you haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg yeah. yet. Yeah, like Steven, who's a friend of ours who used to be on one, you know your show previously. Yes. He got dressed up like a turkey, and people, listeners, shot, shot paintballs. paintballs. <laughs> well, why don't you guys ever propose something like that? Well, that Everything sounds fun. With me, is I have to get a tattoo or my haircut. No, a certain because way. you just don't seem that into it. You know. Well, I don't think you, anyone is into <laughs> dressing up like a turkey and getting shot at. Don't you want to become a star? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, there you go. Welcome to the show, you guys. This is The Fit Show, live. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody, what have we learned today from Monday, October 8th, 2018? Man, we're getting there. It's fall. Crazy, it? yep. right? Yeah, it's crazy. All right, uh, here's what I learned today. I learned that... Tanner the Millennial said that the uh, movie A Star is Born with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, he said, it was, box he said it was unbelievable. It was the best movie I have seen in 2018. For real? Hands down. I was Tight amazed. Race. Wow. I even heard someone say that it was a great movie, but put out by a, a bad production company or, or the company that put it out. was So I, they were basically saying that it was a great, great directed, great script, that whole thing. But the way the movie was. Filmed? Just was yeah. no, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I loved how it looked, how okay. it felt, That's positive. how it sounded. I'm, I'm excited. I, I loved wait. everything. I know you two would love it. All right, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. All right. Hey, hey, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? Uh, I learned that Tanner is being miserable and sore and whining after just two days of painting in our basement. Uh, like, it's not even hard work, but yeah. he's that far gone that he's he won't stop that whining about brush. it. I'm dying, dude. Yeah. yeah. I have never been in Did such bad pain. Did you use a brush or a roller? I used a brush and a roller. Uh, you were more the roller man. <laughs> That's because someone has to reach the ceiling, and your old butt can do it. Uh, and, and Tanner the Millennial, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned that Fitz thinks he can beat up UFC fighters. He thinks he can take on Khabib, uh, the Russian dude, and Conor McGregor at the same time. No, no, that's not true. <laughs> now you're exaggerating. That is not, now you're exaggerating. But yeah, I think I could take Khabib. <laughs> I think he'd wipe the floor with your German yeah. face in a second. <laughs> what is wrong with my German face? <laughs> I don't think I've ever been more insulted in my entire life. You know, he, you know, he'd have to get a step ladder to hit me. That's all I'm saying. Wally, take out your legs. That's all he needs. <laughs> yes. And we, we fall so hard. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Bethany, what have we learned today from our uh, lovely show? Well, I learned that It's like gas, a UFC show today. Yeah. Gas is about to be $3 a gallon. Yeah. Ugh. And Drew was saying that, you know, yeah, it seems like everyone's been paying about $3 a gallon, but he was saying that that's actually- The average. Once they tack on fees yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So now the baseline price mm-hmm. is going to be $3, which yeah. means taxes, fees, and all that kind of stuff. We're talking about over $4. More people sitting at home watching their phones. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. All I'm right. coasting downhills. <laughs> yeah. Have a great day. It's Monday. We're going to get through this together. Come on. Let's do this, and we will all join each other tomorrow. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. I'm Taryn the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? 
no worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.